Oh, there's a uh, bubble store around here. What? Yeah. And there he is. Damn it. Hold on, I'm catching a Bulbasaur. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Well, we're not trying to come up with a name, so... <laughs> What's the point? I don't know. <laughs> so, how old is James now? He's three months... Three and a half months, I think. Less than no more than three and a half months. Last podcast was uh, in the hospital. In the hospital. Oh, that one was uh, interesting. So it's like three and a half months. So what happened? Well, James was born, and we've been busy ever since. Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> <laughs> so James was born seven weeks early, um, and that, and then he was in the hospital for three weeks yeah um we brought him home when he was about close to five pounds yeah a little bit less i can't remember exactly um and it's been like three and a half months almost four months so it's been almost three months since he's been out of the hospital and so how how big is he now I actually don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, we haven't weighed him since two months old, and he was like eight pounds at his two-month-old appointment. Now he has a lot of, like, baby fat. Like Yeah, he's a chubby baby. Double chin. His arms have, like, sections of fat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen the Japanese baby meme of bread arms. He has bread arms. Yep, I'll put some pictures up mm-hmm. somewhere. It's pretty funny. Yep. He, he looks like one of those puffy coats. So this is your first baby, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm interviewing you here. Yes, this is my first baby. So how is it? Uh... How do I answer that? That's such a big question. Well, how... Well, let's start at, I guess, the beginning. The uh, birth story. The birth story. Yeah, I'm learning all these terms from, like, mommy blogs and all that stuff. I ended up in the hospital when I went for an appointment to just a regular checkup. Um, they saw that I had high blood pressure. I never had any issues with high blood pressure, so I think that's why they sent me to the hospital, because, um, the signs were there, and I had preeclampsia, um, which means I got pregnancy-induced hypertension, and the only way it could go away was to have the baby. So at first they thought it was moderate. It turned out it wasn't moderate. It was pretty bad. It was very bad. I don't remember the exact numbers, but... um, I think we mentioned it on the last podcast. There's an episode of Downtown Abbey that you can watch. Yeah. Except uh, that she dies at the end. She dies. Um, The baby survives, which is great. Um, In my situation, 
they, <laughs> either I had to survive or no one would survive. Yeah. Um, because when the baby is that young, they can't um, induce the delivery very aggressively. And also I can't move because I have high blood pressure. It got to a point where it was very dangerous. Um, and I had to get magnesium through an IV. And I had an ultrasound and met the high-risk obstetrician, I think. Or I forget. I don't know his exact title. But um, James wasn't getting quite the right amount or right blood flow that he needed. So if they didn't do something, it would have probably just gotten worse. The weird thing is I didn't feel... I guess... I didn't really feel like any extreme pain. Um, I've read other people's stories and they get like really horrible headaches and other things. I mean, one thing that I had to do while I was there is they checked my blood pressure every four hours and they had to ask me the same questions over and over. Do you have a headache? Do you have pain in your stomach area? Do you have blurry vision and all of that? And I really didn't have those symptoms. Um, in fact, I had a headache once in my whole pregnancy. <laughs> yep. Um, they put me on magnesium, which I guess is some sort of muscle relaxant or something like that. Yeah, horse, uh, horse tranquilizer. No. <laughs> it makes you feel really weird and not totally there. It's something, it's kind of like, I guess I would describe it like being drunk. Like you have your thoughts, but whatever's happening outside of you and your body, it's just not working the way, it's yeah. not working together. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't look very good. Yeah, and I was just like turning into a balloon. My hand looked like a, a you know, like a plastic glove that was... Yeah, I mean, inflated. Not, not being able to do anything, I like. I took some pictures of you while on magnesium. You did? Yeah, you've seen them. Oh, like it sounds like you took them as like documentation or something sort while of. I wasn't awake. So I was doing that, and I like I was doing the blog thing, just kind of writing because I, I brought my laptop. That's all I could really do, basically. I couldn't do anything either, which is weird. Yeah. Because medical issues, you you know, there's a cause and effect kind of thing. But with this complication in pregnancy, there, I didn't do anything. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't do either. I, you know, um, it just happens, and no one really knows why, which is crazy. Yeah. But uh, not to scare all any mothers or soon-to-be mothers, but uh, they took care of me very well, so. Well, I had the magnesium, and that was there to present, to present, to prevent the scary stuff from happening. Yeah. Uh, makes you feel like, I don't, makes you feel like crap, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on that for a while. They tried to induce the labor, because James was in the right position, but it was too early, and if they um, continued, then he m might not be able to 
might have not been able to make it. Right. So, in the end, like, in the at midnight, they... Or was it at midnight? Around midnight, yeah. Around midnight. Um, it was decided that I had to have a C-section because things were not getting better. Um, and so they wheeled me in. James was delivered in, like, a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Less than a half hour. Oh, no, he was delivered in a half hour. So they put me in that room. It was really bright. It's an operating room. The operating room. <laughs> well, I don't know. I remember it in, like, weird ways because of that. Oh, right. Because it was it was weird because I was in this dark room because light bothered me um, and made me a little bit paranoid because... Every time they asked me if I had blurry vision, when I was looking at the light, it made me feel like I had blurry vision. Right. So, you know, and I didn't want to watch TV because that was stressful. The primary elections were still going on. I was in the dark room. I received anointing of the sick from two priests that are friends of ours. Uh, Father Felipe, who... Should I say Father Philip? No names. Okay. So two priests that are friends of ours. I received anointing of the sick. We're Catholic, by the way. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if any other religions do anointing of the sick, but yeah. Only the best ones. Only the best ones. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so I got that prayer. It was really surreal because right after, and like I said, these priests are our friends, um... The priest who uh, also married us. Um, We're married? Yes. <laughs> uh, he showed me the... What do you call it again? The... the It's the poop step thing. The, oh, the... What do you call he it? He showed me the commercial for this... The this little step that helps you poop. Look it up. The potty... The squatter potty... Is pot, I don't know what it's Something called. Something squat. I forget. But it helps you when you poop. Puts your it elevates your legs. So it's this commercial with like a unicorn that's pooping um, rainbow ice cream, and it's oh the commercial felt like really long, like super long. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched that like right. I got anointing of the sick, and then I watched that commercial right before I was brought into the surgery. Um. So that was weird. Um. <laughs> and the magnesium doesn't help because I know at one point um, I said a lot of weird things in there. Yeah, you said a lot of weird things to me. Um, I think I just said I was eating a popsicle and I said this is like the best thing ever. <laughs> right. It was just so. It was very weird. <laughs> Everything felt very weird. Um. And I was trying to keep everything, keep my composure, because I didn't want a C-section. Right. For sure. I did not. I wanted a natural birth, and it was like anything but natural. <laughs> so I had to come to terms with that, but, you know, at the same time, I want to live. So yeah. I came to terms with that very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want James to live, too, so... That was that was a scary thought. I was awake during the surgery, and it was really like it was very fast. Um, oh yeah. 
I saw James for like a split second, and they let me kiss his head. Yeah, I, I, they let me in there for some reason, and I saw a lot of blood. And I did get to see James a little longer than you did, mm-hmm. which was really... It was really weird to hear him cry yeah. for the first time. It was a relief, I think. I think with the magnesium, like, I just felt like a zombie. But when I heard him cry, it felt like I woke up from this, like, weird sleep. And then I was just there waiting for them to put me back together. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold, and I could see them, like, moving my legs, but I couldn't feel it. And I felt like my legs looked green. It was weird. It was interesting. So they brought James to the NICU, which is a special nursery. And they hooked him up on all the different monitors and stuff. Um, that part of the the night, I don't know really anything. Because, um, yeah, I didn't get to see him. Yeah, you didn't get to see him that first night, and I didn't either, uh, because they they were having a hard time putting in uh, an IV, I think. He was very, very small. He was born at, like, three pounds, one ounce. Yeah, three pounds, one ounce, 16 and a half inches. So it's very difficult to kind of, like, find a vein and put a needle in there. Yeah, I mean, they had trouble putting the IV in me, I can't imagine, in him. Yeah. Um... But you got to see him the next day. I did, but I think that day was kind of... Well, I was still on the magnesium, so I was still kind of out of it. They have to keep you on magnesium for another 24 hours, so it was really weird because some people were visiting me, and I was just, like, not <laughs> together. Yeah. And I felt like crap because I, I didn't take a shower. and Yeah, I looked like a... I don't know what. How long was he in the NICU for? He was there for three weeks, and I was in the hospital for another four days or so. My recovery was pretty good. My blood pressure is back to normal. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But there is, is like, a psychological aspect to it that I don't think... I mean, people do talk about it, but there is something that is kind of, like, in you that you can't really describe, and I think it hit me in different moments. Um, One thing that was really weird was that um, since James was in the NICU and we we had to, like, it was like training for a new job or something when it came to, like, taking care of him. And I guess we should mention that. What? Well, we're, like, older siblings in the family. Right, I'm the oldest of, like, 900 kids, and you're the second oldest of about a 1,000 kids. Six kids. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's not, like, foreign to us taking care of babies and stuff like that. Like, we've changed diapers, we've fed them... Bottles, the bottles and, all and all that. It's not that foreign. So, uh, <laughs> the first day in motherhood was like, do you want to breastfeed? Yes. Okay, let's hook up this pump thing. And that was like, what the hell is this thing? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like the like most steampunk. No, it's not steampunk. It's like anime. No, uh, like non-threatening. It's the most non-threatening looking thing you've ever seen. It's this like pastel yellow colored oh, right, thing. Oh yeah. It looks like a. It looks like a toy, like a yeah. little baby toy, but then. Those you... are the Medela brand pumps available at your uh, Amazon stores. All your hospitals. Yes. So the thing looks non-threatening, but using it, it well, using it for the first time is like the most invasive, weird thing ever, and they they make you. I mean. Not to make you, you have to use it like eight times a day. Yeah. Seven to eight times a day, and it's like. Well, the main reason for this is because they were feeding James through like a little syringe. Right? Yes. So. Through a tube at first. Yeah, I mean he couldn't drink the amount that I was producing, but um, the point was to get a stash going. Yeah. And. Um, I guess the point I'm trying to say is that it was just, it was very weird to have to, like, kind of bond with a machine, knowing I had a baby, but the baby wasn't with me in the room, and so that was, like, a very weird, I don't know, sometimes I, I think I, like, had a bit of a resentment towards the pump, (laughs) like, like, that thing... I don't know, made me, like, want to have James near me, but I couldn't, and, right. you know, and the recovery is, uh, is another thing, physical recovery. Oh, yeah. Plus, the stupid thing falls apart, like, there was one time I was in there, you know, I'm learning how to use that stupid thing, and... Um, at one point, like, the pieces just, like, fell apart. Like, everything, the tubes popped off. Everything was falling all over the place. And I can't, like, catch stuff because I have stitches in my abdomen. And so, like, my reflexes are not working because they shouldn't work when you're sewn back together. Yeah, I don't know. So I have a resentment towards a machine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Fine Medela products. Stop it. <laughs> Don't advertise for them. He was in the NICU for three weeks, and then one day they told us, like, get ready. He's coming home tomorrow. Well, they gave us a little bit of warning. A little bit, yeah. We got a car seat thing. He, they did a little test for him where he they put him on a car seat for like 90 minutes mm-hmm. and he passed, I guess. He didn't freak out. No. Yeah, it's a stress test. Yep. We had to stay there overnight and that was interesting because I thought it was going to be easy because we, we had a handle of the feeding stuff, right? So we would come in and feed him like Probably like twice a day. Mainly twice a day. Mainly twice a day. At least twice a day. Um, But we had to do a full 24 hours. And the thing is that he, at that point, would eat every three hours. Mm -hmm. 
and you also have to pump at like every three hours, right? Yeah, so it's the pumping and the feeding. And... Oh boy. Yeah, I kind of lost my mind. <laughs> Not the first day, but. Oh, the first day he had uh, he had a case of boogers. Yeah, at first he was super quiet, and that freaked me out. And then, then he was congested, <laughs> and then I wished he was quiet. Yeah. <laughs> But we woke up the next morning, and they gave us the baby, mm-hmm. and then we put him in a car, and we had to go home. He's still here. <laughs> yeah, he's still here. So now it's been like three months, three months and change. Mm-hmm. Any highlights? Um, James smiles now. Yeah, he smiles now. Not, I mean, he smiled before, when he was in, even in the hospital. But now he smiles for real. Yeah. He sees you and he smiles. Um, that's my favorite part, I think. Yeah. And he's a good baby. He's a good baby. He's quiet. For the most part. My highlights are he pooped on me. That was funny. He exploded, pooped on me. and I didn't know that was possible for such a tiny baby. I didn't know either. Um, it was too funny to be mad. I think we were feeding him a lot. Yeah, maybe. And he makes a lot of a lot of weird noises. Yeah, I love that. Right now he's just kind of growing up. Yeah. So how are you doing adapting to having a child? I'm doing better. <laughs> it's very overwhelming. Yeah. Um, it's weird to be needed a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some parts of it feel very natural and and kind of fun, I guess, you know. You get to dress him in little outfits that are really ridiculous and don't make sense for a tiny baby. Shoes and ties <laughs> and socks with skid-safe socks or whatever. Yeah. Um, and weird hats and American flag shirts, so... Yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, that's that's fine. I think the feeding is very intense. Probably more intense than I realized. <laughs> yeah. And even more so because he was premature and underweight. Um, there's a added urgency to make sure that he eats well. So, but other than that, I'm I'm doing all right. I don't feel physically hundred a hundred percent, but. I'm pretty healthy. Yeah. And I'm sane, so... That's good. <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the the pre-pregnancy insaneness. Right. That that hasn't gone away. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, we don't really have time for anything anymore, but that's totally fine. For example, this podcast thing, like... It's kind of, it's a little difficult to sit down and have some quiet time. Which is, this is freaking me out, actually. Like, I have to take a moment to check on James. Okay, she's going to check on James. (laughs) Because this is... Alright, so she's checking on James. For right now, I can talk to you. Uh, If this sounds bad, it's because I'm using this handheld recorder thing. It's not as good as the other microphone that we normally use, but 
it takes a little bit to set up. Hopefully I will have that ready for next time we do this. Okay, she's coming back. I'm back. She's back. How'd it go? Uh, he's asleep. He's sleeping. He changed positions. <laughs> uh, he's as cute as ever. That's good. So he's sleeping through the night now. Yes, sort of. Sort of. Through the night means midnight to five in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It's fine. I mean... What would you rate this experience of having a child? Like from one to five stars. Like a Yelp review. How do you do that? I don't know. Just do it. Who am I reviewing? Uh, the experience. Uh, like what's a, what's a five? Uh, you know when you go to, when you go to a really good restaurant and it's really good and it's five stars and then. This is a one star. That was a one star? Yeah. Oh, you're terrible. (laughs) If I'm to review James. James, five stars all around. Yeah. Even if he's not letting me sleep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to say one star because, like, to dissuade anyone from having children or to say that it's a bad experience. No, if we can have children, anyone can have children. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that, like, it's a bad experience, but it's not an experience that you go running to, I guess. Right. Um, it challenges you. Yeah. What did I say to you earlier? Um, I think I said something about settling down, how... Well, that, I feel, is wrong. (laughs) That term, or that phrase is, is just wrong. That's, that's one thing I can say. Right. So... What she's talking about is, you know, when somebody gets married and they have children, they refer to that as, like, settling down. Which, I think, puts forth a message that, like, you don't have any adventure in your life or excitement or anything like that. And I think that's the opposite when you have a child. There is as much as, there's as much adventure and excitement as you allow, I guess. Right. You could set up your life in a way that there's no surprises, no whatever. You can try, but there are always things that happen. I guess my point is that having a child is like the opposite of settling down. It really pushes you to be different as a person. It breaks your routine every single day. (laughs) Yeah. Things aren't in your control, so I, I can't say I can't see how you can say it's settling down if things aren't totally in your control. Write your letters to Veronica at uh, gmail dot com. No, don't write <laughs> That's letters not her to email me. Address. Also, also, I mean, just the experience that I went through as a woman giving birth. Like, I feel like I subjected myself to like, you know, like. My One of my fears is heights. Like, I don't like going near heights because it's scary. <laughs> right. I see, like, 
having a child and going through all these changes to your body is very similar in a way. Like, confronting a fear like that is, uh, you know, you're not in control. So that's scary. Yeah. So I I don't see it as settling down. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Yeah, again, write your letters to veronica at gmail. No letters. 123.com. I won't respond. I don't have time. I have a baby. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of babies, uh, I have a pretty good collection of Pokemon right now. Yeah. What's your best one? Hold on. Just tell me your best. That's it. I'll give you the highlights. Okay, so I'm looking at my phone here. I got this Flareon at uh, 981. He's pretty good. Um, That's my best one so far. I I don't play all the time, but I try to... Oh, there we go. I'm trying to get it to work on my tablet. We're talking about Pokemon Go, but everybody knows about Pokemon Go, right? I don't know. Maybe. If you're tired of hearing about Pokemon Go, that's your fault. Too bad. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I played the original Pokemon. That's why I like it. You know a lot about Pokemon. Too much. It's almost... I mean, it's not surprising, but it it kind of is the extent of of knowledge you have about Pokemon. That's a... Do you have Pokemon on your tablet? (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yes, I have Pokemon on my tablet, and I don't want to play it right now because we're in the middle of the podcast. I that was like the first video game I purchased for myself. Hmm. I purchased the Game Boy Color. Cool. And I got um, Pokemon Red, and I even had like the official guide to Pokemon or whatever. And then I got, I think, yellow and gold eventually. Gold version. So you have some Pokemon cred. Yeah, I mean, I played it, that's all. Yeah, more than I do. I played through, I I think, a couple of them. I continue to play it. I think that's what makes makes me have more... What did you call it? Credit? Credit. Pokemon cred? Poker cred? Poker cred. Because I'm still playing it. I have a game. On my tablet. Yep. And on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been going on poker walks. Just a couple. Yeah, it's fun. It's annoying. The game crashes, my phone's dying. It's a really bad game. Well, like, technically, yes. Yes, but it, it's weird seeing a bunch of people just walking around. But I think the thing is, is like... I don't know. I I feel like you have to separate the bugs and the crashing and all that from the game to really assess it. If it worked, I think it's a pretty cool game. Yeah. There's nothing like it right now, as far as I know. So James has been quiet for a very long time, which is kind of cool. It freaks me out. He, He will probably wake up in the middle of the night. Yep. Which means like three in the morning. So we should probably go to bed. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was a good podcast. You got to hear a little bit of the story, which I'm sure you already read because I typed it up nicely on the blog. Well, a lot of it. It's not my perspective, though. That is true. Yeah. You you were supposed to write stuff. 
Explain yourself. I don't know. I, I feel like I... Every time I write it... Like, how do you put the absurdity and the weirdness next to, like, the severity of the situation? And then, like... And then there's also the intimidating factor of, like, oh, you have to make pregnancy and children and whatever. Motherhood sounds so beautiful. And it's just like everything else. It's it's everything all at once. And I wouldn't call it magical. It can be inspiring. Okay. That I can say. Um, not like magical. Ugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Having a baby is not magical. That's no. the uh, that's the <laughs> lesson of this podcast. So no, no David Blaine. No. All right. Uh, I don't think we ever introduced ourselves. You know who are who we are. I can't even speak. Our names are on the the podcast title. Sergio Plus. Veronica. Sergio plus Veronica. If you don't put plus, you won't find the podcast. Oh, you don't? And you won't hear what I'm saying right now, so it doesn't even matter. Oh, wow. I looked for our podcast and I couldn't find it. I should fix that, right? I don't know. Do you actually want people to hear us? No, I don't. So we'll do another one of these whenever we have the time to do another one. I don't know what else there is to talk about. We're not really choosing a baby name. But, I don't know, maybe we'll get a cat. You can choose a cat name. Maybe we'll have a special um, guest, James. <laughs> okay. <laughs> special guest, James. James will speak. <laughs> yep. Uh, until then, we'll see you. If you want to support us, you can send money. No, no, no. No? No. We're not, like, classless like that. We're not classless. We don't do advertising on our podcast. Advertising? Yeah. We did a, a Madeira sponsor. We don't We did a sponsor. Pokemon Go sponsor. Hello. Hi. Uh, pump resentment here. No sponsors. That's saying until they fix it and uh, make it. I'm, I'm even more angry because I forgot. The stupid parts. Okay, I think we should probably... (laughs) I'm sorry. Alright, go talk to your mother. And thank your mother for not abandoning you. (laughs) (laughs) 